welcome to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. Welcome to the Cocoa Express Show Network. Uh, it's Saturday, July 28th, 2018, and it seems like the summer is really moving past fast. So I hope you are out there and enjoying yourselves. And if you are not listening to us live when you're doing this playback, I really hope you had a really great day. Now, um, today's show is going to be really interesting because we're having a Grammy Award-winning trumpeter, Nabate I hope I'm saying his name correctly. And I have to tell you, if you need some music for those long drives or while you're just sitting down and relaxing in the sun, at the beach, on the deck, whatever it is that you're doing, and you just want to have some relaxing music or some really cool music, this album CD is something that you really want to have in your collection. It is titled The Eclectic Excursion, and it's summer music. It really is. Our guest, Navate Isles, has, let's see, he has worked with some of the most um, popular and some of the top musicians in the industry, such as Yasin Bey, um, Most Deaf, for those who don't know that, Christian McBride, Kenny Lattimore, Phil Bailey, Fantasia, Jeffrey Osborne, Jill Scott, Diane Reeves, and that's just to name a few. And he has released his new album um, on July 20th. And I'm just going to play the music for you if he's able to join us because I know that schedules are really crazy now. So it is the hope that it is my hope that he will be able to join us. If not, we're just going to really enjoy some real good music. So I'm going to play Find Your Light and listen to this. This is really, really, really cool. And um, let me see if I have a little bit of background on this particular um, song. Uh, let's see. Um, Finding Your Find Your Light um, is featured by... Um, Alita Moses and um, she's singing and let's see I don't have too much more and after that we're going to play Laid Back which will feature Elzihai let me tell you these names I am not really good but he's one of the most prolific lyricists in hip hop and so we're just going to enjoy and um let me know what you think. La, 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 la. Find your light, strive to have it shine so bright. Oh, find your light and take it up to full It's not easy to see it fully. 
Thank you. I'm great. And to pronounce your name, it's Ariella? No, it's Aurelia. Aurelia. Okay. Just wanted yes. to make sure. Just wanted to make sure. Yes. Sorry about that. Can Aurelia. Can you pronounce okay. yours? Because I want to get Nabate. that right. Nabate. Nabate. Great. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I am so honored to have you on the show. I'm not letting the music go, so we're just going to have to play your music in the background because it is amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Now, tell us, how did you get your start in music? Well, I got my start, um, basically, I was uh, in elementary school, and uh, uh, there was I got into guitar um, at the Harlem School of the Arts, and I got into trumpet um, at my elementary school in Queens. So um, so that's how I started in music. Uh, I was young and, and di- didn't really want to pursue it until I was uh, 13, I was like 12, 13 years old. That's when I got really serious about it and started to practice. So, mm-hmm. Did you find yourself going to a performing arts high school or you just went to Harlem School of the Arts? Uh, I went. Well, I went to a performing arts high school, LaGuardia Music and Art and Perform and, okay. and Performing Arts, the Fame School. So I went to that, that in New York, right behind Lincoln Center, and mm-hmm. then um, and then I was still at the Harlem School of the Arts for after school programs. Okay, great. I know it well. I went to Erasmus. So I know you heard about that. Erasmus, yeah. The, the my my good friend Greg Hutchison uh, went to Erasmus. Okay. Uh, the great the great Greg Hutchison, drummer. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes. Well, I, I tripped the lights fantastic over there in Brooklyn. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Indeed. So now, how? I mean, your music is amazing. It really is amazing, and you've worked with so many amazing artists. What is it like for you doing what you love to do? Oh, um. Wow, I, I just I'm just blessed, you know, just just mm-hmm. really blessed to be able to have that opportunity to do what I love, you know that that that's important, mm-hmm. you know that's so vital and um, you know especially music. Um, the great thing about music, you can it's as ever you, you can learn. It's infinite learning. Um, you keep learning and you keep growing and getting better, and um, that's that's what it's all about. And and it helps you be able to express yourself, music, as well as it helps you to be able to to um, learn. And, and and apply so many different principles uh, to life. Mm-hmm. So that's really important. And communication. Now, did you, when you were pursuing your career as a musician, did you do other jobs? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, I yeah, definitely. I still, I actually am do. I do a job with a. Uh, NBA Radio. I'm a producer for uh, Sirius XM NBA Radio, which is something that's a, that's another passion of mine, sports and sports media. So I work in the sports world as well, and it's great to be able to merge both worlds. It's great to be able to communicate uh, with different people in both worlds, and it's great to be able to talk sports with musicians and talk music with with athletes and 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 retired athletes and coaches. You know, so it's it's great. Oh, excellent! Because you know, like. Some musicians or artists, 
um, they've had jobs like um, they worked in banks or stuff like that. So I always like to let our listeners know that you just don't jump into something that you have to gradually make your way into it. And mm-hmm. so that they know while they're doing what they're doing, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And and I taught uh, I taught for five years as well. Also was professor at a college adjunct. So I did a lot of teaching mostly as my work. Um, and I worked an office job for like a year and a half, but that was that was like 15 years ago, <laughs> basically, you know. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah, but definitely mostly I've been mostly involved in education and and in sports media. That's like uh, my day, my quote unquote day gigs. So. Okay, great. That's excellent. And I know that being in a cubicle probably was going to drive you crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it did, it did drive me crazy. Yeah, like I, I like to create and, and, in, and in my producing, uh, producing sports is still a creative process mm-hmm. and a collaboration, which is nice. Yes, good, because I know most artists are very uh, free-flowing and that cubicle stuff is very confining. And I could just imagine what was going mm-hmm. on in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God, that was wow. eons ago, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. Eclectic Excursion, it is summer music. It is music that you could use on your long drives to the beach. And when you get to the beach, you can sit there and relax and just enjoy the music while you're there. How did this come about, and how much of it did you write and produce? Yes, um, well, Eclectic Excursions was, um, you know, I've always been influenced by all t- different styles of music, but 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 we all have to remember that the the root of American music is jazz and blues. That's the root of American music, and everything else are the branches. So everything else, funk, R&B, hip-hop, country, uh, uh, gospel, like all of it. Well, gospel, has, yeah, gospel definitely, I think, is, is also the, is within the roots as well, you know, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like definitely hymns, because hymns lasted like even like during slavery times and, and during Reconstruction, like a lot of hymns were created you know, in the 19th century, but, um, but the, but, but, but the album really was, was based on like the roots of jazz by having so many different genres and styles of music, um, within the con within the album. And, and I was very much influenced by all the Quincy Jones albums, like walking in space, body heat, the dude, um, uh, back on the block, which I grew up on, um, that, that great album. Um, so Quincy Jones was able to, to seamlessly put so many different types of artists and styles together um, and make it and make it flow and make it be fluid. So that's what I wanted to do with Eclectic Excursions. And uh, there's 14 tracks on, on the physical CD. There's 14 tracks, 16 tracks overall if you purchase it digitally on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Amazon, Spotify, you know, every, it's everywhere, you know, all digital platforms. Um, but but there's 16 tracks, and, and of the 16 tracks, I wrote, 13 of those pretty much because actually laid back is it's an instrumental version as well as the version um, that we're listening to right now laid back there's mm-hmm. a version that features Elzai and Jordan and then there's um, an instrumental version as well um, but I wrote yeah I, there were only three compositions I did not 
composed. That was Cubicle by the great uh, Walter Bishop Jr., very underrated pianist. Um, also, uh, Bobby Hutchison, the legendary vibraphonist, wrote Pomponio. Uh, that's a tune I didn't write. And then I did a version of Strange Fruit because it's indicative of what's going on in our society and how uh, there's a lot of oppression a lot of uh, uh, strife going on with with uh, people of color in this country, so I felt Strange Fruit was very important to 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 uh, create create a modern version of that mm-hmm. uh, that was brilliantly sung by Michael Mayo, and we used effects and everything. So uh, yeah, so definitely um, you know those those compositions really were. Uh, big to, to be able to put on the album and then everything else I wrote and uh, I used the concepts from um, Auburn Baird's Votesack for another song called My New Pieces of Votesack uh, that that opera by uh, Auburn Baird mm-hmm. Votesack is one of my favorite operas it's inspiring and I used bits and pieces of that so wow excellent now how long did this take to pull this off all 14 uh- songs together well, the, the entire process was uh, from the planning and the pre-production stages uh, was 14 months. Uh, last, it was early last summer where I was able to contact musicians to book them, and then uh, throughout that time raising money, raising capital for the album, writing the composition. Some of this, like there were a couple of compositions I already wrote a few years back, um, just a couple, but most of the compositions are, are were new. And um, and we recorded at Bunker Studio um, for two days. Uh, we recorded ten of the tracks, and then we recorded the other four tracks at different other studios um, uh, within the, within from November through January. Then the mixing process happened, and then yeah, then the rest is history. Then yeah, the, then we had the releases. So. <laughs> so how has it been? Because you released it on July twentieth. Yes, yes, released it, yeah, released on the 20th, um, and once again, it's available on iTunes, Google, Google Play, Amazon, uh, yeah, so, and, and it's, it's been, it's been great releasing it, and a lot of great buzz on the, on the album, and it's been nice, I've been getting a lot of mentions on social media, uh, it's been a wonderful process. That is, that is excellent and amazing. Now, you know, you mentioned, like, the process. Because a lot of people think that you just go into a studio and you make an album and then you walk out. And you just explained that it is far more involved than that. And just, you know, the fact that this 14-month process happened from conception to delivery, um, that in itself really lets people know that it's not an instantaneous process at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's not it, it it's tedious. It's very tedious, mm-hmm. and you just have to keep, you know, you just have to plan too. You have to follow, and and that was what really kept me going. I I still I stuck to the plan, and I and I and I was consistent with it, and I just um, kept flowing with it, and and then collaborating with the musicians and. Uh, musicians that all that I've known for a long time, so mm-hmm. it was it was just natural. It was very intrinsic, very natural um, uh, collaboration, and and some of the musicians I've known for over 20 years, some for 10 years, 15 years, you know. So it's been been a great process, and there's very few. There were only three musicians on the album that I never worked with before, actually. So so that was that was good to and and two there were three people that I wanted to work with, you know. Actually, so it's good mm-hmm. from that standpoint. Oh, four actually, four musicians. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. What was it like being acknowledged by um, the Grammy committee and winning a Grammy award? Mm. 
such a great process. Um, and I won uh, two Grammys with Christian McBride's big band, uh, part of that uh, collaboration, and and it's been just it was so amazing. And to be on the Grammy stage this past January was just was wow. It was just a divine experience, and it was and I and I credit Christian McBride for having all of us. Um, uh, be there, you know. He wanted us mm-hmm. to, to 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 come up and 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 enjoy the moment and everything. So uh, it's great to be part of two Grammy Award winning projects and and to be uh, be you know recognized. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how does that how does that affect your career as a musician to you know have that under your belt? Does it change anything? Uh, no, no, not at all, not at all. I think um. I think it really cha- things really change when it's under when it's like under your name, you know, when mm-hmm. when you have things would change a little bit, but but I think overall it's just about it's a process and and uh and and about about growing as an artist, you got to kind of move on actually. When mm-hmm. you win awards, you have to move on and and move forward, you know, because as I mentioned, it's an infinite learning experience uh being an artist. So you you, you can't stop pretty much with, with accolades. You know, accolades are great, but um, you have to move on and keep growing and be consistent. And if you get more accolades, that's even great. That's greater, you know, mm-hmm. but, but it's, a, it's an infinite learning experience, a learning process, that's for sure. Now, the American audience is different from the European audience. What is your take on that? How do you feel when you're on? I know they both appreciate you and love you. Um, immensely, but how do you feel about the way that you're received on both sides? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I think I think you just have to be able to when when you're in America, because like there are there are people that 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 really are aficionados of music in America too, you know. But mm-hmm. you can also get people that that aren't used to listening to improvised music. Um, you get you can get them interested and involved, and that's what eclectic excursions is about because it's something something for everybody, and that's what I wanted to do. And and the roots is still jazz and improvisation, but the grooves and and the and the and the melodic structure and 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 just the message is for everybody. You know, mm-hmm. so that that's important. So you can be able to to create music that's for everybody, but still keep the roots and the tradition of of jazz alive, and that's through improvisation and expression. So, um, so but in Europe, yeah, Europe. I mean, they they appreciate. Yeah, there's more of appreciation for jazz for sure, but still, um, everyone is into good music. Everyone's into honest music. It doesn't matter if 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 people are in Antarctica or in Neptune. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And when you say honest music, what do you mean by honest music? Um music that tells a story, music that tells your own story, music that that um that that expresses what you're all about, you know? Um and it, and it's there and it's there and it's uh it, and and it's organic, you know, organic mm-hmm. and and authentic. That's really important, you know, authenticity. Um and and with Find Your Light, that was a song with featuring Alita Moses, Moses, excuse me, Alita Moses, like that was a song that that I wrote the lyrics where I wanted to let people know, hey, find your light, you know, be do what you love and love what you do because it it really fulfills you. 
and everything when you find your light and 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 it takes time to find your light but you you have to stick stay the course and be able to do that for you to enhance what you're all about and for you to inspire others because when you love what you do you inspire others yes yes indeed and i really gravitated to that song in particular as well so oh thank you i understand yes you're welcome now as a musician you have a process for when you warm up and um what is that like because people don't realize that you just don't walk up it's like you just don't walk up and start playing the trumpet what do you do to warm up what is your process like Oh well, uh, to warm up playing, yeah, just uh, as uh, to to play the instrument, I I do a lot of long tones, um, pretty much a lot of uh, different, you know, uh, and play soft as well. I don't play loud mm-hmm. at first. I play really soft um, to be able to to help my breath control and to be able to mm-hmm. not put a lot of strain on my chops, on my embouchure, mm-hmm. on my uh, my lips. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so that's how I warm up. You know, just a lot of long tones and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I, I did study music in high school as well. So um, these mm-hmm. things, I, yeah, I find most interesting because a lot of people don't understand. They just think you just jump up there and you just like, here I am. Let's get started. And it's not like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. And I tell students that when I teach, you know, I still still teach students. Uh, you know, I, I still teach part time. You know, like teach mm-hmm. private lessons and 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 give workshops to students. And I tell them. Play. You have to play controlled when you start. You have to be controlled because also when you're playing in control, you're mentally in control to be able to ready take, be ready for the lesson uh, that's mm-hmm. coming forward. So when you're mentally ready and when you're kind of serene, when you're kind of like in a zen place, mm-hmm. um, you have to be that way when you start so you can be able to, to retain information and be able to be open to information. Now, you know, one thing that I found interesting in some studies that I was doing just basic research they say that people who are musically inclined do very well on math tests and they're really good with um electronics do you find that to be true oh very yeah very true very true uh, math was my um best subject in in uh growing up yeah absolutely definitely it's mm-hmm. very 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 accurate Yes, and I say that because they've taken music and, you know, the teaching of music out of a lot of elementary schools. And I always thought that that was like the key component to um, their abilities to be able to do other things and in, in, in other subject matters as well. So that's why mm-hmm. I asked that. And music, yeah, music is, is all five of the major subjects music is 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 crucial for i mean mathematics like you know it's counting and and subdivision that's mathematics science mm-hmm. you know the science of sound physics you know the sound as well as uh electronic music deals with a lot of science mm-hmm. um and then you have uh, social studies well which that's that's history you have to learn mm-hmm. your history to be able to grow as a musician. You have to you have to study the history and and also you have to study what was going on in the times of that history. You know, so that's social mm-hmm. studies. Uh, then and then English and language arts. Oh, that's right there. Being able to talk about music, being able to write about it, um, mm-hmm. and everything, and that's important to be able to express yourself and with music. So that that you know when you're writing, when you're critiquing things, that's that's all about English. Um, and then, and then, foreign language. Rest is history, right there. German, French, mm-hmm. and, and Italian are are mm-hmm. the basic languages that deal 
with um, with music, and it all derives from Latin. So there, there you go, right there with all the five subjects. Yes, yes. I'm I'm glad we got that clarified. Now, if people would just listen. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, and especially educators need to listen too. You know, like these these administrations need to listen, and uh, instead of music being seen as like an elective or being seen as like a throwaway class, uh, that music music has saved so many lives um, from the standpoint of expression and everything. So, you know. Yes, yes, indeed, and I agree with you that with that wholeheartedly. Now. What is it that you do to keep yourself centered and um, able to do what you do? Well, um, to keep myself centered is just to continually learn, um, listen as much music as I can, read as much as I can. Um, you know, just also exercise is very important uh, to keep my mind sharp, and because you know the when when you it's mind over body, you know, so, um, and, and when you take care of your body, like the mind grows, you know, and, and the mind is able, you know, to, 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 to get, to get, um, more, you know, just more open and, and, and Mm -hmm. also like less stress too. That's important. So it's always uh, about that. And, and, and yeah, meditation too is very good as well. I, I need to have time for myself to be able to really open my mind and, 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 Relax, you know. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. so you don't play basketball or any of those other things? Uh, I used to. I used to. I have to be careful with my fingers. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. Like I play, I play some, I play some football and everything. But mm-hmm. mostly, I uh, just I exercise. You know, I exercise a lot in in the gym and outside. So when it's warmer, and and of course it's a great time to to do outdoor activities. So. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Because I'm like. Sports radio, huh? I wonder if he's very good at sports. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I was when I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. But pretty much past 14, I it was just music, you know. So, And I okay. still, you know, I still played a little bit, you know, in college, the intramural stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. But but I really was focused, focused on the music at the end of the day. So. Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I was able to find all of your music on iTunes. That's where I went to purchase the song that I'm playing today. Um, mm, thank you. It's available. Oh, you're welcome. It's available via Amazon and where Yes, else? yes, indeed. Amazon, Google Play, iTunes, mm-hmm. all of the digital platforms, yes, indeed, like the album is available. And uh, CDs will be, yes, CDs will be available Two um, next week they'll be sold through Amazon, um, and you know if people st- you know people still still value CDs for sure. Yes, they do. <laughs> and you know vinyl is yeah. making a comeback. So exactly, and, and and speaking of vinyl, the album be available on vinyl early fall. It'll be available. Wow, on vinyl, so. great! That's yeah. excellent because I was reading something I think a year and a half ago, and they were saying that vinyl is going to make a comeback, and I was like, really? And there it is. Mhm, mhm. And that's organic. It has that organic and authentic mm-hmm. sound. Vinyl, yes, indeed. It's so, yeah. so, wow, so important. And and I still, I still collect vinyl now. So <laughs> definitely. Okay, that that is cool, because you know, a lot of people got rid of it, and I bet you they're kicking themselves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> There's a story of Jess Blaze, for example. He, I remember, he was walking down the street, and there was there were people uh, looking to throw away 
and I kid you not, like there was probably 2,000 or 3,000 vinyl, you know, uh, uh, vinyl, you know, that was, that, mm-hmm. that they were going to throw away. And he, and he pretty much gave them, I think he, he mentioned that he gave them like a dollar each for each album, you know, <laughs> and he was able to get like wow. 2,000 to 3,000 like new vinyl, new records, you know? So I remember he told that story. So. Now that's crazy. That's really crazy. 2,000. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! Yeah, I, I want to yeah. get I want to get lucky like that, but uh, but I, I would you know I, I definitely. But I wouldn't. I, I would just say like, hey, I'll just take them, you know, like mm-hmm. I'll pay you a little something, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, because <laughs> so. you never know what you might have there, you know. Two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a library right there. Yeah, and he said there were a lot of gems, a lot of gems he got. So definitely. That. Wow. So, yeah. um, how can people keep tabs on you and where can they hear you live if they want to yes uh i'm on social media uh, my my instagram is nsi.universal that's uh stands on the box a seku aisles nsi.universal on Instagram, and my um, Twitter handle is Nabate Isles, N-A-B-A-T-E-I-S-L-E-S, S-M-T-A, and that stands for So Much to Talk About, S-M-T-A. And uh, my show, So Much to Talk About, is actually on Manhattan Cable. You can go on MNN.org, Manhattan Neighborhood Network, uh, MNN.org, um, 9 p.m. Eastern Time every Wednesday night. So that's my TV show, um, which I talk about sports, mostly sports, um, but definitely I, I chime in on some entertainment and pop culture. Uh, so, so yeah, so they, if people could check the show out. And so my Twitter handle, once again, is Nabate Isles, S-M-T-A. And then I'm on Facebook, Nabate Alice Trumpet is my Facebook fan page. And my website will be um, launched uh, middle of August. My website will be launched. So, um, so it will be uh, NabateAlice.com. Can I ask you a question? Did you go to the um, Angelo Ellerbe launch party? Oh, I went to a, I went to a party of his. It was a, it was his it was the thirty it was his thirty seventh anniversary entertainment. That party, okay. but I didn't go to the launch. Oh, okay. Yeah. I missed that one, but I went to the launch. Cause I'm oh, like, okay, hey. okay. Yeah. I was just curious. And that's interesting. Now, okay, so much. To, you are busy. You have so much to talk about TV, radio. Oh, my goodness. When do you have time to relax? Oh, uh, I find the time. I definitely do. Like it's all about time management and and mm-hmm. building a schedule. Like you have like like school. You know, you have mm-hmm. all the periods, forty five minute periods and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of do that where I, I build a schedule on what I need to do and the objectives that are important and everything. So um, yeah, so so that's that's key. That's key. But I I do make sure I find some find some downtime for myself. You know, that, that's it's vital. You know, definitely, and to to have time, the time of serenity. So. Yes. Yes. Now, what does Nabate mean? Well, Nabate Seku means little warrior in uh, Swahili. Uh, so, so Swahili 
Um, or it is so funny, uh, uh, the same meaning, uh, Shaquille O'Neal's name, Shaquille Rassan, is the same meaning in Islam. So, so funny. You know, like I, when, when I, a couple of times that I've ran into to Shaq and I've mentioned that to him, he gives a big smile comes up, you know, that we have the same meaning for our names, you know. So. Okay, that's interesting. So are you, are you um, African or Oh no, I'm I'm American. American, born and oh. born and raised in New York. My parents were born and raised in New York as well. Um and my 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 mom's family is from the south, uh from southeast North Carolina, South Carolina and, and my dad's family is from um from New York and Trinidad. So so I'm American roots, yeah, New York City, born and raised. Okay. Okay. It's funny 'cause that's the same well, I was born and raised in New York, but my family's from the south as well. So I understand mm. completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I understand your Indeed. work ethic. I get it. I completely get it. And you know, <laughs> it's a it's a beautiful thing to have and I think having that um type of background really gives you a better understanding of how to deal with some of the things that we're encountering today. Right. Right. No, that's, yeah, definitely. And it, it makes you stay awake, you know, mm-hmm. stay awoke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. So, I mean, I have to tell you, this was just an amazing experience for me. I hope you enjoyed, you know, our conversation. Oh, I definitely enjoyed it. Thank you, Aurelia. I appreciate you're that. You're welcome. No problem. And you're more than welcome to come back anytime you want to talk about music. I would love to yes. hear that. Definitely, definitely, absolutely. I, I, w- I would love that. It was such a pleasure and a very soothing voice. So enjoyed, enjoyed listening, you know, to to uh, to speak to you speak for sure. So. Oh, great. What? I ain't sound like I was from Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you have that serenity. You can be your Brooklyn through and through, but you have that serenity, you know, as well. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I just figured I'd throw that at you for a minute. Um, my thing is, <laughs> I always enjoy having my guests give some nuggets, some some nuggets of wisdom to um, young folks who are interested in starting in, you know, anything new. What would you advise them? And to also older folks who are thinking about reemerging into something. Mm, I would say um, just have a, a purpose. Make sure mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. You know, um, that's that's the key. Make sure that it's something that you're really willing to dedicate yourself and also learn the history of what you do. That's important. And in music, you have to learn that history. That's that's crucial. That's key, you know. So um, that's, I think, like, make sure you have a purpose. Make sure that every day um, you, you want to learn. So you want to be better at something than you were before the day started. You want by the end of the day to make sure you learn something and that you grew. So I think that's the key, you know, just purpose and and, and learning history um, and, and, and having a plan. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, it's Saturday, and the weather is pretty decent here. I don't know how the weather is where you are, but I hope you're going to go out and get out and get some sun and enjoy it. Oh, absolutely! You know, you know that I, I'm a, I'm a summer baby, so I, I I love the sun. I love the the heat, ninety, hundred degrees, humidity yeah. or dry heat, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yes, like I said, I enjoyed myself so much. I love listening to your music. I hope people go Thank out and, and grab the you know, the C D, get the singles. Um, it's just it's just so summery. That's all I can say. It is great for that drive, that long drive. It's great for just chilling on the beach or the patio, whatever it is that you do. So wow. I thank you because you have blessed us with this. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, 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 you know, it's important, important for me just to, as I mentioned, just uh, express and tell a story, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you do it very well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So you enjoy your Saturday, and hopefully we'll have this another conversation like this again soon. And um, thank you, and thank you to um, Angel Ellerby for arranging this, and just have a blessed day. You too. You too, Aurelio. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. Oh. Okay. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. To all, my, Thanks. Guys, to all my wonderful listeners, that was Mabate Isles, and his music is amazing. So please take the time out to go and check it out and download the songs. They are really, really good. And, I mean, you can tell when someone takes the time out to deliver a message that's for you to listen to, and he's done that very well. I'm going to go. We'll be back again. It's summer, so um, the shows are sporadic because we're trying to – I'm trying to really – enjoy the summer and actually be outside more and, and take vacations and do those particular kinds of things instead of being um, behind the mic all the time. So I hope you're doing the same. Please, we're still here, so don't forget about us. So once again, you can reach us on Facebook, The Coco Express Show, and you can kind of follow us on our website, Coco Express Show, as well. I wish you all an amazing summer and I'll be um, hitting it out there on the waves, airways. Um, so please look out for me. And when the weather starts to get colder, we will resume back to our regular schedule. Be well, take care of yourself, stay hydrated, and God bless. Thanks for tuning in. For more content, visit us at the Coco Express Show.com, Blog Talk Radio. 